0: Hello and welcome to the proper car podcast. I'm Drew Markey and I'm excited to share my love of cars and my knowledge of the car sales and service industry with you. The goal of this podcast is to help you be more informed about the car buying process to help you find the best car for your needs and your budget and to help you enjoy car ownership more than you've ever imagined. I'm your ally in car buying and I can't wait to help you out. So let's get started. talked a lot so far about buying cars based on your needs and budget, and the important reasons why you want to make wise car purchases. But what if you want a car just because it's fun? As someone who has always kept fun toward the top of my list for my own requirements, I can relate. And I want to use today's podcast to help you figure out how to get a car that is fun for you, whether you're trying to fit that in as a single car to do all of your vehicle's needs, or if it's gonna be an extra car. I've always managed to find a way to cover my basic needs from a car while shopping for something I'll truly enjoy driving. I think more people could pull this off as well. And there really aren't that many adjustments that need to be made for most of us to be able to make that a reality For your next purchase. And when you're in a situation that allows for a car that doesn't have to meet other needs, it really frees you up to just be more specific about what that extra car will do for you. It's a lot of fun to think through that process to really narrow down the search and figure out uh, what is that perfect other car for you. So I think today's podcast will leave you exploring ways to have a little more fun with whatever comes next. So let's get started. What makes a car fun? I think the answer to this question is as unique as each and every car buyer out there. For You, fun might mean top down driving in a little sports car or driving down dirt roads on your way to go camping. You might enjoy filling your car with your friends to go biking or to go golfing. Or maybe fun for you means that it has quick, sharp handling or lots of power when you take off from the light. Fun might come from seeing your dog's head out the rear window, or having screens in the back for your kids to enjoy their favorite movies on longer drives. Because fun can come in so many ways, it's important for you to know what that special thing is that you enjoy so much out of cars. If you've never thought about that before, take a minute. Pause the podcast. Think about some of your favorite memories from in a car. Hopefully, the list I just gave sparked some happy memory that brought a smile to your face. That's where we're heading next. Now that you've got your fun memory in mind, think about the types of cars that can do what you're looking for. As I said earlier, it could be just about anything. The person that piles a few friends and all their bike gear in the car might be happiest with a minivan, but that's never what people think of when a fun car is brought up. Even if the fun for you includes something small and less functional, that doesn't mean you still need to rule it out. I go back to this often, but the average commute isn't very long and the typical driver is all by themselves for so many of their drives. So what does that look like in your situation? If you can't recall the last time you had more than one passenger, that small sporty car might not be so unrealistic. Factoring in some of your other must-have and want-to-have items, you'll be able to determine pretty quickly just how close to the fun car that you have in mind you'll actually be able to land. This is one of my favorite things about helping people determine their proper car. You might say the two door is ideal because it's nimble and fun at low speeds, but that four door is pretty necessary. And I love that part because often there's a car that still does a lot of what you're looking for in that fun to drive area while meeting your other needs as well. So don't fret if what you dream of as your fun car and what you need from your car don't perfectly align. I promise, with a little thought and consideration, there is a great option out there for you to explore. What if you already have a car that covers all of your basic daily needs and you'd just like to add another one for those fun times? What should you be considering? How strict or flexible should you be on your budget and on other factors? Well, I think a lot of that depends on how much your current car can really do to free you up for the fun car being just that. If your current car is perfectly handling your daily needs, and there really isn't anything you technically would depend on the fun car to do for you, then the sky's the limit. Well, within your budget, of course. I'll always come back to that. That might mean that you're free to keep the top down on this convertible just constantly, because... It's only going to see sunny day use and aside from that it stays parked in your garage the rest of the time. Or maybe the four-wheel drive vehicle that you're looking for can be set up to be a little more focused on those rocky roads that lead to your favorite campsite because it's just never going to be needed for your daily commute or highway mileage. This is definitely when you found yourself in that ideal scenario. But I do want to throw a couple things out there before you jump in and make this kind of a purchase. Make sure you're really going to use it. I know I covered this recently in another episode that we can get sold on the idea of what a car might allow us to do. And I kind of want to revisit that a little more in depth here. If you enjoy going camping, but it's been really hard for you to actually find the time to make it happen over the last year or two, then the vehicle that allows you to do that, being in your driveway, isn't going to just magically change that. Now, maybe once or twice, right as you've purchased the car you are going to want to use it more frequently. You're going to find a way. But after that's worn off and you return to a little bit more of your normal routine, unless it has become something that truly just is the only way for you and you find the time and you make it happen to go put that vehicle to use, you might find yourself regretting it at times because now you have this thing that could allow you to do something you really enjoy but you just don't have the time to do it. And you know the same can be said even if you're just looking at having a fun car that you can take out for weekend drives that is is really just that convertible I mentioned or something that's really not suited to what you want to You know, drive daily in, but it's really nice to break things up a bit and to switch to that car on the weekends. But you kind of forgot that a lot of the weekends you're catching up on life, you're running a lot of errands, you've got to go to the hardware store, you've got to do these other things. And so that convertible ends up staying parked in the garage once again. If you think of this as something that is very likely and you're dreaming up this purchase of the next car that would be an extra car, purely because you have those visions in your head of what you might use it for, I would suggest another option. And it's the type of thing that could actually save you a massive amount of money, a lot of headaches, and gives you even more flexibility and more freedom to go about this differently. I would suggest if you are considering buying an extra car for these fun purposes, that you first rent a car for that specific need once or twice before you commit to doing anything more regularly with your own purchase. There are wonderful options out there now with things like Turo or Haggerty has a system called Driveshare that's very enthusiast car focused. There's even standard rental car companies now that offer sports cars and convertibles and jeeps and trucks and all kinds of other things before you make that type of a commitment, I would say go rent one rent one that's just like what you're thinking about getting or Maybe it's even a step up from what you would probably be able to budget. Try it out for a weekend or whatever your purpose is that you would want this extra car for. If you do this, yes, you're going to throw a few hundred dollars away, essentially. But it could be that it's the thing that saves you thousands in the end. And I say all this because the benefits of having that car there for you to use anytime, may be offset by the costs of keeping it for that really limited use. The purchase will obviously cost thousands, probably tens of thousands of dollars, but it's also going to increase your insurance costs, your maintenance budget, taxes, registration, and so on. So if you know it's really only going to be enjoyed a handful of times a year, maybe renting is a better option. And that's still the case, again, even with things like off-road vehicles, not just something like a Porsche Boxster or a Chevy Camaro that you can rent as the sports car. You can also rent things like a big luxury SUV for family trips. Uh, You can get jeeps and off-road vehicles that you can rent for those purposes as well. There's a ton of different options out there. The rental of a car like this for a few days might cost a few hundred dollars, but we both know that's nothing compared to the cost of ownership. With all that said, The last thing I'm going to try to do is stomp on anyone's dreams. The joy of ownership of something you've desired for a long time, something you've worked toward and put money aside for for a long time is really fantastic. If you've had your heart set on owning a specific car for years and you have Decided that you'll still limit how much you drive it for your own reasons. Far be it from me to tell you not to chase your dream. I think it's so exciting to consider all of the options and possibly to find your way into something that really is a better use of your budget and makes more sense for your situation. But I also know plenty of people who have done this where they've bought the extra car and it is purely for when it's nice out, when they want to go have fun, when they want to go camping. They have a specific reason that they they have that car in their lives and the love they have for that hobby or the time that they spend behind the wheel when they're in that car is wonderful. It's it's something I love so much about car ownership. And I, I wish more people had that level of a passion because it really is amazing the joy you can get out of a situation like that when it's just exactly what you're looking for. But, you know, going back one last time to this concept of what you can do when you do rent a car, I just think it's it's something for more people to explore. And that might mean that it's the scenario that we've talked about in the past where you've decided that a limited range electric vehicle is perfect for your day-to-day needs. But you know it's not going to suit all cases where once or twice a year you might need a car to do something else. That's again where renting could be a great option. Maybe you Again, you go back to that idea from early in the show where you love to pile all your friends in a car to go do whatever it is that you enjoy doing with them. And your little electric vehicle isn't going to do that, but you know you could rent an Escalade for a day or a weekend when you'd like to be able to do that. And instead of having to own that vehicle and keep up with it, You had to top it off with fuel once and pay for its use for a day or so. I just, I love knowing that that is an option that we have now. It's something that definitely hasn't always been the case. And it used to be that when we thought of renting a car, it was the just cheapest, most undesirable car on the road, and it's, entire purpose was getting you from point a to point b i once rented a volkswagen gti for a trip that we did in california because it was the perfect car for the trip we got it on Turo. i was able to find something that was what i thought perfect for our needs and it's something that i definitely know i'll do again in the future Whether you're trying to make your single car that you're buying just bring a few more smiles to your face along the way, or you're in a spot where you'd like to add the extra car to do just the stuff that you really enjoy, or you've learned that you can rent something perfect when the occasion pops up, I hope this podcast has been enjoyable and informative for you. To learn more about me and the services I provide, including consulting on decisions like the one just discussed in today's podcast, check out my website at thepropercar.com. And you can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the underscore proper underscore car. Please reach out to me if you have any questions or topic ideas or feedback or anything else. I would love to hear from you. You can email me at podcast at com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, enjoy the drive.